Let's uh, let's get this started. We'll save the Aaron Judge talk for the end. A couple yeah. of Yankee fans. Yeah. Yeah, we'll say the Yankee talk for the end. A couple of Yankee fans cutting it up about Aaron Judge signing the big deal. But um, cup time. We're getting into the nitty gritty. The big team still standing. Can you hear me? I don't see my Your mic's anymore. like something. It's like way far away. There you go. You sound like you're back in. <laughs> Oh man, the World Cup's been really fun. Uh, I really think that the first couple, the group stage was was really really good. I think you've seen a lot of uh, pundits kind of doing uh, recency bias and making statements like it's the best group stage that they've ever, that's ever been. Um, they kind of throw some stats out there to kind of support that, but I don't know. Uh, I like what I've seen. It's been really fun. Um, funniest moments have had to be the following of Ronaldo after being benched maybe that's a little recency bias too because that's just more recent just recently like last couple days that they played but i think that's been pretty funny um fuck the french look good probably the best looking team defending champion that i've seen in a while like really 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 sound um remember spain had that complete drop off after they won it um, and Italy, Germany, exactly. Um, which Hansi Flick announced today with the, with the Germany talk, he will be staying as manager. Um, the German Federation came out, yeah, so he'll be staying. Um, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of different ways to kind of go with that question, man. It's been it's been fun though. It's been really really good watching uh, the quality of football, especially in it being the hopefully the only winner uh, World Cup, but. It's been fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Um, who they last played? Um, was was the camera? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Oh, I'm Yeah, continue. Look, I'm looking up schedule. Could that be picked up in January? Is that what you're saying? That can be picked up. Okay. 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 Decided already. Well, it's, I want to make sure we kind of cover some outs with what the potential narrative is going to be for the person or the naysayer of Arsenal right now that says he was on a goal, goalless drought before 
the break and he really wasn't really if he's not scoring goals and he's your striker i mean you're really not going to miss that put someone else in i've also kind of taken the general twitter poll of eddie and ketia for you guys and how he's viewed at arsenal as a at, at fans i've seen some of the things and it's it's back and forth i've seen some fans kind of say it's eddie time now and I don't know, but I really want to make sure that we understand and then we know that the it's not necessarily the, the goals that he brings. It's the level of activity. It's the engine. It's the pressure. It's everything that you want in a general midfielder or other player, but in a striker, putting pressure balls to the wall. Um, the goals will come for a player like him because he's just so active and engaged and around things. So I'm... I'm very confident he's going to get back before, before, like you had said, the initial injury was announced. It was actually said, and I even wanted to send it to you. I think I didn't because I was like, ah, I don't know. It's coming from like a fan uh, Twitter. Um, but it basically said the goal was for him to be back before the, t- uh, for the Tottenham game. And then, like you said, you wake up and then you find out that uh, it's a lot more, it's a lot more um, um, serious than that. That really sucks. He's young, so you feel like that recovery time is going to be quicker. Um, you can only go by what he's had before. He's had a major ankle injury with us before, and he exceeded the time. Um, we had him working on stuff, and I obviously the social media was posting all his recovery while he was doing it, so that was really kind of cool to see. So I'm rooting for him. Obviously, I've been on the record, and you never want an injury, especially to – a guy like him, competitor. I mean, it's just I'm never a fan of it. If I can turn the injury slab off, like just like it's in FIFA, I would. Uh, just for for every club, for every club, mainly because I don't want any excuses. Um, but yeah, so you have you have to imagine, right? I'm looking at the schedule, and you have to imagine moves are to be made. We know this already. Moves are to be made. If if Gabby Asus was was protected by the injury fairy and and was never going to get an injury moves were still to be made we all can acknowledge that um now i think it puts a little bit more pressure on the uh, we're just talking january because december you can you play two games important but january is where i think things can get active and how fast you move depends on where you're going to be for the last game of the month, January 22nd, against United. Tottenham on the 15th. Those two games, mainly Newcastle on the third, you got you got your roster. Those three games, West Ham, Brighton, and I'd say Newcastle. You're not going to sign someone on the first and have them ready to be playing for the third. So can you get someone in training good enough, ready to possibly... Maybe I'm rushing it. Maybe Arteta says, look, I'm thinking more of that Everton-Brentford, maybe that City game in February. Um, and by then, by then, I, I say that to basically say, by then you're looking at Gabby Asus returning right around the corner because you're looking at your midway, your midway through February. So it, it's also, as Americans, it's important to note we get things differently yeah, there's a time frame, and maybe it w- I'm not getting the exact coverage on this, but if it's a torn ACO, I have a better understanding. All I know, it's not. It's just ligament damage. So with that being the case, 
we're not looking at it. Uh, it's a surgery, but I, I don't know the, the the extent of it. There's something. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And and it'll be interesting to kind of see how where the January talks go. Um, sticking to the plan is probably the best course of action. Um, if 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 you can get good value, I think it, that's Edo's job. And it's you kind of not necessarily you're both both are in contact and both are working together. But it's almost a situation from from Edu's standpoint is if I can get the players at the good deal, I that that's your job to kind of put that together and figure it out. Like, don't tell me you don't necessarily want a player or, you know, it's and you'll hear Arteta say it because he just dealt with Obama Yang and the negative. Pep says it all the time. I want players that are nice. It's not it's it's a thing that they have to fit in the locker room. Are they good people like you had a situation with Partey having off the field issues men? Benjamin Mendy played for Man City. Obama Yang is a cancer and had to leave the club. And we all literally saw it on a fucking television show how bad it got. So it's a situation where, I mean, these managers, these top managers that don't mess around with that shit need to know their personalities. They're good people. They have families. They they have a, a stable foundation for success. These things are important. And... um. It'll be interesting to see how Arteta goes about that. Uh, I I really feel like, I don't know. I don't know if it's just the city and me kind of thinking my budget is your budget, but I would, I would right now is the time to strike. You're doing the PR work with sending the scarves to all the fans. Your top of the league hasn't been like this in forever. From, from the Arsenal perspective, you've got to capitalize and strike while the iron is hot. And right now, all of Europe is looking like this looks good. And it's 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 a you wanna why? Why other than the name would I want to go to Barcelona over over Arsenal? Why? And tell me the Yeah, and and you know it's a thing now where you're seeing it in City. We're having players that score for us and play for us that literally grew up as city fans and it's like that that narrative that like oh well they're small they don't have any fans and shit like that it's like it's such a different time we're in such different times now like 20 years ago like chavi was doing it not maldini you know, like that was a wave longer ago, like all these other things, it's completely different. So I just, I don't know, Barcelona may have that name, but if you're looking at it from a realistic perspective, you're not getting the tax benefits anymore because Spain have tightened up on that. They know the athletes come there for the taxes and they've tightened shit up. You're not getting Champions League and you're battling it out for in the, in the Europa League. It's La Liga, winning La Liga. Okay, you have two games a year you care about. El Clásico, that and El Copa de Rey, my bad, because that's important too. But all that other stuff does not matter. In the Premier League, you are playing in the, it's the top league. La Liga was hot, became good because it was in the it was the top league because it, uh, of all of the quality going. Just like Serie A had their moments with Inter and AC Milan when they had like absolute disgusting teams, but. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just a different time now. So I really think Arsenal look um, as good as they are, which is top of the league. Yeah.
changing. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. No. Twenty-two new players. Yeah. So, like, what's funny, and and even just going, kind of continuing with the with the thought process of how times have changed. Do you remember, even in the twenty early two thousands and the twenty tens? PSG were a team, were the retirement MLS team of Europe. Slaydan Ibrahimovic, old. David Beckham, older. Uh, they had uh, Levesi, uh, Ezekiel Levesi, old. Uh, Angel Di Maria played there, old. All of these players on in their older latter years went to PSG because they were getting that bag and they were still getting European football because they were still going to make the Champions League because they're definitely going to win Ligue 1. It's a joke. It's a complete joke what the PSG situation is, and that's what it was. It's just re- up until recently that they've actually gone beyond the just kind of doing the more upfront approach, right, which is just grab, I want you now, you now. They've actually put money into the development, which is them leading to getting guys like Renato Sanchez, uh, getting guys like um, they just recently signed that. Yeah, him. Um, the Portuguese player, too, that they recently just signed. Is it like Virginia or Rodinho or something like that? It's really weird. Um, but they're they're getting players. So just now they're starting to do that, bro. They were a absolute I – I still – I laugh about those things because every time City gets shit or every time you think about how people – oh, Arsenal haven't won shit in a while. Like, bro, do you not understand they were running the FA? Like they were running FA Cup after FA Cup. Arson, it's not that far ago that Arson Winger was running shit. Just like it's not that it's not that far ago that like Barcelona were running shit. But look at them now. It's all about these different phases. PSG's phase now, I still can't get out of my head sometimes. I'm so scared of them, but I still can't get it out of my head that like you you paid that was it like 80 million and it was crazy at the time for David Beckham. And I'm just like, God, like, what a horrible fucking signing. And they think he's going to go over there and put, like, 30 goals up for the year or whatever, like, or 30 goal assist contributions. I just find that shit funny. So the phases right now favor Arsenal, favor City, favor the teams that are going younger, smarter, more attacking. And the managers are hits. The managers are commodities in themselves. I saw Arteta in a fucking commercial over the World Cup. Like, it's it's wild. It's wild. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, he obviously signed. Uh, yep.
Yeah. Yeah. City City have a uh, friendly against Girona on the 17th. Um, and we'll be doing it in, I think, uh, we're doing it in warm weather. We're in, I think we're actually somewhere in Saudi Arabia or we're, we're somewhere in the Middle East, some partnership that we have. Dubai, maybe we're doing it in Dubai. I, I, don't, I don't know where we're doing it, but it's the same training ground that we've been doing it for a nice little bit. Um, so they've all kind of, the, the boys that aren't in World Cup um, and then some of the first team and then some of the development squad um, are, are going to be playing in that. So yeah, that that's gonna be fun to kind of see what teams are are doing. What it's kind of good to kind of see it's going it's it's going again. Uh huh. Yes, sir. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's pretty. I mean, that that's that's a pretty good ranking. Um, if you look at the games, I, I number one, one hundred percent agree. England, France. That is just hands down the matchup that I think everyone wants to see. Ah, that game is going to be incredible. Um, so many, so many things to break down there. I think I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give, Morocco, Portugal. The last, um, the last spot. I just think Portugal are. If Brazil never existed, we'd be talking so much more about how good Portugal look right now. Portugal have been really, really good, and it's that's my Tim Kirchin right there, Dan. The Yankees are really, really good. 
<laughs> yeah, I just think I, I I I love what I'm seeing out of Portugal. So that game gets that spot. Uh, Netherlands and Argentina and Brazil, Croatia. You really like that. You think Netherlands are going to give the the give Argentina? Do you want to break that down right now? Because I think there's something to talk about more about that three back formation that Netherlands are doing with those wing backs, specifically Denzel. Don't call me Washington Dumfries. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> There's so many. Oh. <laughs> It's incredible. No. <laughs> yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah. Mhm. Mm Well, I, I've just, I'm thinking about the struggle that the Netherlands are going to have because I do not see Argentina defensively having the lapses that the USA did. I don't necessarily see Argentina's version of a Tyler Adams falling asleep in the midfield after a, dis, after a dispossession. I don't see the potential of Acuna or uh, DePaul or Lissandro Martinez falling asleep on the back end to let Dumfries go ahead and get a wide open fucking shot from almost point blank ring. So like, you know, I just don't see that happening. And if, if you take those away, I'm going with the premise that balls to the wall, I'd rather have Messi up front finishing. This is where that superstar moment, this is where in a basketball sense, out of five guys on the court, I'll take the Jordan over giving me, you know, a team of the Detroit Pistons winning the finals. No superstars, just a team of, you know, teammates. So fuck that. I'm going with Argentina. And I, the has got to show up for me, which I'm not saying that he hasn't because he's so good. He's been a little quiet, my guy. I'm expecting to see some sort of great whipping. I'm expecting to see some sort of maybe even move on one, two with someone and get a shot on goal yourself. Um, something would be nice to kind of spice it up. 
I know he's a holding midfielder. I know he's not really up there attacking and getting as creative as an Iniesta did for Spain. I'm, I'm not trying to say all that. I'm just saying he got lost to me in that first half against America. I'm just going to go ahead and say he got lost to me. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No. No doubt. No doubt. Um Nicholas Osamenti. That's the one if he if someone's gonna shit the bed and fuck it up for Argentina, that's the guy to do it. That guy is Bro, I have and he's been doing it all tournament and you know Oh, yeah. He's horrible. He 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 is an absolute travesty of a defender. He's as aggressive as Casemiro and just even more flagrant and belligerent with his fucking actions with the yank with shirt pulling and just horrendous horrendous shithousery from nicholas Ondamenti. never ever been a fan of i wouldn't be surprised he i'm telling you man if it happens for them it's gonna be romero or odamenti and odamenti is the first one that i'm going with and he's old yeah It is. Wow. Uh, three to one Argentina. I got, yeah, I, I got a, some, it's, go ahead.
<laughs> it could be. It could. I am, and here's here's what I will say. There, there will be a goal in this game within the first 10 minutes. Everyone, I think that the anticipation is that the start is going to be really kind of boring and slow. Both of these teams start off slow. I, I actually argue there will be a goal very early on in this game. And if Argentina's manager gets it right, uh, the goal should be uh, Julie, Julian Alvarez. My guy has been balling. Dude, I'm loving it. Anything that we see from him right now in the World Cup is just icing on the cake. It's being incredible to see, dude. Like, such a natural gifted score, location. Like, oh, it still pains me to, to lose Asus. But if I have to lose Asus and make that deal for Alvarez, fucking hell. I, I cannot say no. And that's, there are pros and cons to the deal overall. And it's it's like it's not American sports, right? It's not like it was a trade, a three-team trade where we brought one in and sent the other one to the other and then just gave money to River Plot. Like that's not how it works. But essentially, to a certain degree, it's a cent that's what it is. And it's also not even the direct trade, because you can actually argue that Erling Holland was the direct uh substitute for Gabby Asus leaving. So I don't know, dude. The yeah, the the Alvarez deal. God, I'm I just city's up front attacking is set for years with that with that guy. Oh wow. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God no. It'll be there's no way. Uh interesting about let <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh my lord. Oh my lord. Yeah. So as we look to all of these games, it just occurs to me that one of the things we got to keep in mind is, and you bring it up with extra time, should the potential come you saw what Croatia did, and obviously they advanced to their advantage. Um, the notion of taking some of the players off, superstars like Luka Modric and um, Kovacic came off. 
before they got to pens. Didn't even get a chance to get those shots. So, dude, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so these games could be interesting in that sense. Like, imagine, all right, you just gave us the great breakdown for Argentina. Imagine Messi comes off because he has he's completely gassed and doesn't even get a chance to shoot penalties for Argentina should it get to that point. Um that and they and they lose. Oh my lord. That'd be that'd be wild. So there's uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your take on the hop? What's your take on the hop? <laughs> um, and, yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't. This is like a like a thing with analytics that I don't, I don't understand. I, I see there's a rave about this, which is the notion to get the keeper to commit, right? So people who don't understand, this is not a physical or a, or a visual show. Uh, imagine a PK balls down. Uh, the run up, the, the 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 step up to take the kick is what we're talking about, and the hop is basically these players that before they cement whatever their weak foot is, the, the foot that's going to be cemented, typically in your traditional uh, penalty, that foot gets planted and a player just just whips the, the ball as hard as they can and kicks it whether whatever angle they're going for, right? Straight, right, left, right, middle, whatever. Um, and that's been the case. Now these players are doing these little run-up, little stutter step, and before they plant, they'll just kind of hop up and kind of like pump fake that leg, which which way am I going? Kind of just get the keeper to kind of go one way or another. And it, I don't know, it, it, it works sometimes and it, it's been disastrous other times, like horrendous misses. Like, why would you ever, did you practice this before you went out there kind of miss? Like embarrassing. So I don't know. I agree with you. I'm more of a traditional, just bang it, just to have more, comp- put it where he can't get it. Yeah.
Ya. Ya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The other the other wonderful evolution to the game in regards to the penalty in the box and everything is now that we've had we've been allowed a decoy. Now we're having players come up and grab the ball whoever's going to take the pen and and just hold it so he gets any sort of shithousery from the keeper or other players that are looking to intimidate and shit talk. And once the referee kind of clears air and kind of clears the way, and now he says, okay, put the ball down, then he gives it to the actual penalty taker. Like, Rafinha just, just wanted to be an absolute bodyguard for Neymar. Like... I've seen DePaul get roasted on Twitter for his like touching of Messi and protecting of Messi and being around Messi the entire World Cup. Like Rafinha should get the one hundred percent the same treatment because he did it in front of the world. Like, golly, dude, it's not that fucking serious. Just hold the ball. You should actually welcome it because you just laugh at him afterwards. Like, soak all that stuff in. You're just gonna like be bodyguard and tank all of the damage and then just pass it on to him. Like, what the fuck? It was stupid. Yeah. He's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, fuck with that meat. No. No. Uh, I think it all depends on the start of the game and the in the the impact of what Croatia can do, if. You got what is the approach to any team if you're okay with with the teams that you have left? Not you're not named Argentina, France, or England. Your approach against Brazil is counter and don't give up a goal, right? I mean, th- there's just too much talent, you just don't have a roster that can go at this team, do you? Croatia, I think, have to take that approach of the attacking. You you cannot have a prehistoric Perisic on the on the wing attacking against this Brazil team. He is he is too slow. He is not going to get the opportunity, or should I say, the opportunities, the limited ones that you do get. That is not the guy you want making that type of run because your that run is going to be three quarters of the fucking pitch against that back line. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, the first twenty five minutes is going to be huge to me. The first half hour, twenty five to thirty minutes of what's going to happen. How are you embracing? The Brazil attack. Um, Brazil are... F- uh, it, dude. It, it it goes down. The spirit is shot completely if they go down 1-0, I think. Um, especially... Yep. Is that what you're anticipating? Are you are you are you expecting an immediate goal? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
Yeah, for sure. Uh, that center back, that 20 year old for the mass center back, uh, what's the name? Guardio um, or Guardio. Um, he's he's really good. Really, really good. I'd be interested to see if he can get his uh, opportunity to get a header on a corner. Um, maybe, so, you know, something like that to kind of get themselves going. And just from a neutrals perspective, though, that game is pop some popcorn. It just got that much more exciting should Croatia get a goal early on. Like, oh, my God, that game is going to I am cranked. I'm not touching the remote. I'm not my eyes are not blinking. Should Croatia get a goal early on? I'm just going to be so juiced for that. Uh, yeah, so I went 3-1 with Argentina-Netherlands. I think 3-0 is probably safe. I'll go – I'm going to go one more higher than you because I think Argent or Brazil are just – God, dude, they just – it doesn't stop. I, it doesn't stop. How can anyone save Paquete from West Ham? Um, that's the question I want to know. God, dude, that guy, so fucking good. Um, yeah, I'll go 4-0. I'll go 4-0. Um yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Man, <laughs> golly. The question now, why? Okay, so 
did we we need to have we need to talk about why he was benched in the first place? The ru- the rumor, one rumor that I saw is because there was an issue that Ronaldo had with coming off in the previous game as a sub. He didn't like he didn't like that. So, you know, there's a lot there's a lot of slander right now. Always something, always something, whether it's true or not, you have to kind of question. But it's important to just get it out there because that those are conversations that 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 are being had, whether it's just internet talk or whether and you can also see body language. There's been clips of footage of what he looks like after they score. Sometimes good, sometimes neutral, sometimes whatever. I, I I'm just it's it's you gotta get it out there because when you have goat conversations, these things are kind of a little important, you know. We just got done talking about two best managers in the world, I think, and Miguel Arteta and Pep Guardiola, and how they like nice people. Just dealing with nice people, like you root your teammates on. You're happy, even though your personal success is not there. And Al Nassar throws an offer out there. Ronaldo's the rumor to it, but he wants Champions League goals, European goals. All that shit is important to him, and it's just all about me, me, me. And how far can a team go? With me, me, me. And I've not very far. And the the soccer gods blessed us with and blessed the Portuguese with doing the right thing by not playing him, not giving him something that maybe he thinks he's entitled to all the time. And he the team thrives. The team looked great. So it all it all depends on what type of manager we're gonna see with the mindset of this. Is it, I've, I've punished you now, so now you get it. Now you understand. Behave. Now you start the next game. Or, no, nah, we're vibing right now. I'm going to roll with it. Morocco are dangerous. I'm not worried about it. I can bring him on later if we need a goal. He'll really want it for his country then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Not many names. Not many names. Yeah. Or maybe I'm, yeah, Mbappe had two goals and one assist, so he didn't get the third goal. Yeah, yeah.
Yeah. Wild. He, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goncalo Ramos starts and part Portugal are my are in the tournament a top three favorite team to watch for me. It would go three Portugal, two France, one Brazil. Um the those Portugal I think have looked really, really, really good. I've been a huge fan of what I'm seeing. I know I'm getting the the Portuguese uh, propaganda all on my phone for my stepmother, but they are legit. I love the team, teamwork, team play. Um, Bruno, the shithouseries on another level, but I've been quite, quite impressed from that Portuguese team overall, even dealing with the issue of uh, of uh, Ronaldo and his and his you know prima donna bullshit. I'm picking. Oh yeah, that's right. You picked two nil. I'm yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two to one. I'm gonna say Morocco get a late goal and put some pressure. Um, but I think the the result. Portugal can't maybe finish on that last one. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go two to one Portugal. Yeah, Sunday.
Not as much as I've been impressed with France. Um, England, maybe in this in this last game, um, but yeah, I just I can't help but think: Did we just play off our fucking just out of our bodies? Just had a spiritual experience against England to be able to have a nil nil game against them because I just don't, I don't know. I just do. I just think France are too, too overpowering, man, too overpowering. I see Harry Maguire pulling a, 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 a cash in, in this game and just pleading for help. Just anyone. I mean, it's not Luke Shaw. Who's, who's going to be the right. Cause they'll go what maybe right back. And have John Stones, I mean, Kyle Walker. That's the that's the matchup we're gonna have, right? Kyle Walker and Killian. God, dude, I don't know, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's over. <laughs> yeah. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. It's if, and obviously I'm being uh, biased here, if Southgate has any balls to him, he goes with a, a half of a back line. I don't care what he does with the other half, but the side with Killian Mbappe, he goes Kyle Walker, John Stones. And the thing about John Sto about Kyle Walker is this, um, and you probably know this with going through injuries, you can run on a treadmill all you want and, and get the miles and the cardio in. It is not game fitness it is nothing is like game fitness because you are not on on being asked to immediately change direction and change corners and change angles to deal with a killian mbappe and deal with the likes of exactly it's gonna go from zero to a hundred real fucking quick like jersey said so it's one of those things that it's just gonna happen so it's we'll see i i i'm not i'm not too comfortable with with the England backline period, period. And could you imagine if he goes three in the back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's not, it's, they win this. Who, it's different. I, it's such a different, and I guess maybe I could be completely wrong. Tell me what you think about this concept. France win this, and I'm just doing business, going on to the next round, doing what we do. England win this, and you better go win it now, because this is going to be one of the best chances you'll ever have. You just took out one of the big dogs. Depending on what's com what comes out of the Brazil, yeah, what whatever comes out of Brazil, Argentina, Whatever comes out of South America over there on the South American side, I mean, we'll deal with it then. Like, 
it's going to be incredible because what you have is Portugal. Now you just got Portugal in the final if you can get past France. Fuck, man. The heart wants me to go with England. I want it for England. Um, I want it for Phil. I really want it for Phil. Man. I don't he hasn't to the best of my knowledge and and what are you thinking from my front three are Foden, Kane and Saka. I think you I think you need that that activity. Um Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's it's the younger it's the other Hernandez brother. Um yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, Jordan Henderson, Brian, Ry out. <laughs> he did. Yeah. 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 And it's yeah. 
I agree. Wow. Yeah. I got France winning four to three. It's going to be a lot of goals. I I actually think it's going to be what's going to live up to everything that we want it to. I think we're undervaluing the Usman Dembele show absolute destroying of Luke Shaw. Um, that could really, really be on that other side. We're focusing on what the side everyone's talking about, which is the rightful matchup just based on what they've seen. And yeah, I just think if you're looking to attack, oh, that's what I was going to say. Sokka is so fucking good. If Killian wants to win this World Cup, he's got to at least come back and make Sokka think about what's behind him a little bit. Just a little bit. Because if he can't do that, unless they have a plan to let Kamavinga come down from that midfield spot and really kind of shade over, that or too many. Yeah. You like you like storylines. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So the other thing to point out, her basically, yeah, yeah, just send it. I'm out. So Hernandez, the second brother, is actually a center back turned left back. Uh, he does both, but he plays center back. So that's the other thing to point in mind. The other thing to point out is storyline Saka scoring, Starboy scoring to win this game should they move on and they and they win and he scores in this game good night the storyline for them as they move forward that would be incredible um i would love to see the my heart is with england because of all the city players and um i just i love obviously their league i would really really i would really love to see england do it uh it's just i really think top to bottom france is easily the second best roster in the world right now left and and it's tough it's it's tough the talent you can't still you can't be off that fool's gold that jordan henderson is going to come in and do well because that midfield is not prehistoric they're not going to to not be able to keep up so 
it's going to be interesting. Uh, Jordan Henderson, I agree with you. Jordan Henderson starting, it's a complete colossal mistake. And um, I don't know. Can we have a Southgate disaster where he does something stupid with the front three? It'll be very, I don't know. I don't know. Callum Wilson at right wing. <laughs> at all mm -hmm. oh yeah It'll be very, very interesting to see how they come out and the style. I think both of them are up for it. I obviously know France are. I'm just very – I think England really feel up to the task of thinking that they can handle what France is going to throw at them, but that they can even try to take a lead. Um, I think – I got 4-3 to three France, but I'm even going to go a step further with how wild this game is going to get. I think at one point someone is going to take a 2 nothing lead. And we're going to be like, holy shit, what is going on? And then right, just like that, they're back in it. Could be England. I would love it to be England because similar to Morocco, similar to Croatia, um, these teams preferably need that goal fast and early on and be the first scores for them and for the world to really be like, all right, now we got a doozy. Yeah. 
imagine Jude. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Imagine Jude bodying um, the France, the French midfield. I mean, that would be, dude. Dude, he's he's one hell of a player. Whoever signs that guy, my lord, they're gonna have incredible, absolutely incredible. I mean, the passing, the movement—it's just there. England is playing really, really well right now. Um, where he puts Jude, if he starts Phil, um, it, it's gonna be very, very interesting to kind of see how things go. Um, the back line, yeah, we could have a Southgate disaster. We could. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to go Mbappe for France would score. Yeah, I think, I think. Dude. He, oh, it's uh, Ronaldo with six, with six, if I'm not, or seven. Ronaldo with seven, maybe sounds familiar. R9, Ronaldo. Let's take a look here. I got Mbappe scoring two. I got Giroud with a third, with uh, one, and then the fourth is going to come somewhere else. England. I got Saka. I got Jude scoring, and I got Harry Kane. Those are the three that I think that are going to end up scoring. Um, no Sterling. That's going to be troublesome. I I want to say Phil, but I don't know if Phil's going to start, so I can't really bank on it. Yeah. It's crazy though. Fontaine. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah. Wow. It'll be, yeah, yeah. This game, this this game is going to be. Um, we have we're going to the zoo for Christmas lights. So depending on when that starts, I think I fucking hope I'm going to be in front of the television for this fucking game. But, um, yeah, I know. Yeah, the at the local zoo here. Well, no, because it's like an all day event to where like you come through. We have passes at the zoo, so like you go, it's a perfect situation. Um, the Columbia Zoo here locally, uh, it's called the Riverbanks Zoo. Um, but yeah, it's pretty dope. The, the, we have season passes, and it like comes with drinks, the whole nine. So we get to ride around in a little shit, watch all the shit, Christmas lights, the whole nine yards. But I'm hoping to be watching this shit on my fucking phone at the very least, because this game's going to be incredible. Um, I'm st obviously I want I want to watch this game more than any other game. Um, it'll be good, man. It'll be good. I think it's gonna live up to it. <laughs> Ask him what it's like. <laughs> this fucking brother. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's with the boys. Ah, uh, Grims Grimsley Town FC, something like that. Is it Grimsley Town? I don't, I don't remember either. It's so irrelevant and hilarious at the same time. Um, they, yeah, the I don't, I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. What I would say is. As this starts to kind of close up, I'm looking more and more forward to the rumors that we're going to have with certain players leaving. Price tag went up for Jao Felix. We joked, you joked about it. You're actually, we're kind of spot on without realizing it because not only did it go up, but now we have a top, top club, uh, PSG, that are looking just PSG and just pay it completely. Um, so, you can Atletico just from a business standpoint went from we'll get what we can recoup from him to getting all of what we can recoup and making a profit off of him, and that is music to their ears. So uh, it's it'll be very very interesting with some of these players go. Um, 
PSG. I think Atletico is one of the few clubs that like to make sure they're not going to get hurt from you playing there. Um, and that's kind of how they would like to do it unless the money's serious. Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see the transfers. The transfers are going to be, are going to be heating up like the hot stove for MLB free agency. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Mm hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's true. That's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Pitching is the name of the game, and that is a huge, huge, important factor. Um, rumors are right now, at least when I saw it as we started within the, the, this podcast, um, Yankees don't want to go on a sixth year on Rondon. Um, they, they just don't want to do that. And that's might be the, the stickler that doesn't land them. Um, I expect, or I'm, I'm hoping, I don't expect, I'm hoping that the Yankees can get creative, like what they've been trying to do in years past, although they failed to do it, which is get creative with trades, right? You look up the classic old trade. I think it was Jesus Montero for Michael Pineda straight up that we had with the Mariners a few years ago. Not really as successful as you thought both of those prospects were going to be. Um, but at the end of the day, it happened, right? We made that deal. And I, I'd be very interested. I'd be very interested to see. Um, can we get a big pitcher that's on a contract already, but we can convince a, a club to trade. Um, would have been Castillo, but Castillo just got to Seattle, so that's not happening. So, 
that thought thought that was it. That was the another a key example of we would have just been ready to just pull away for for some prospects. Um guys like IKF, guys like Aaron Hicks, guys like Donaldson. I don't want them on the roster. Um I don't I don't want them on the roster. I don't want them to be a Yankee anymore, and I would be willing to pay them to go away. Uh that's kind of where I'm at. And yeah, I'm super excited and happy. I don't want to sound grim, but I am to the point now where it's just like that. You should have expected that because of who we are. And we're still back at Yankee status, Yankee mentality. Go get others. And it's got to be tomorrow or the next day before I start panicking, especially if I start to see names come off the board. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Um, I want some clarity on the future, and I know it's frustrating because I shouldn't want that so fast now because I should let the cards play out. But I just don't have the history to bank it. On what we've seen in recent past, and as of thirteen, as of thirteen minutes ago, Luis Enrique will leave his role as the Spanish head coach in the next twenty-four to forty-eight hours. Luis de la Fuente, the yep, the under twenty-one coach, will uh, most likely be the favorite to succeed him. So, Luis Enrique out. Why are we? Yeah, Spain manager. Yeah. 
why aren't the United States men's national team considering him? <laughs> Mike Ryan? Mike Ryan? Break it down. How are you, Mike Ryan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. He's playing winter ball right now. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, we'll get to some of the stuff as it starts to open up. Um, crazy to think it's December 7th. And, and by in two weeks' time, we're going to be getting some Premier League ball again. Yes, sir. Peace.